Hello, good morning. Happy November. Welcome to Unleashed with Kimberly. I'm your host, Kimberly Anderson. I am a life coach, life purpose coach, intuitive transformational coach. I am so excited this November. We are talking with incredible people that are just sharing their passion with the world, creating nonprofits and platforms that just really want to touch really the whole wide world. Um, I'm going to bring them on and just start this conversation. I am super excited that they're here with me today. I have, I am bringing back again Carl Wilson to talk about his nonprofit, as well as Tina Carrera. Hello, you guys. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you Hello. for having us. Thanks for having us. Of course. So, Tina, you are with the uh, Treasure Box Angels, and Carl, you are with the All Women Rock. Um, what is the name of your nonprofit anyway, Carl? Let me ask you that. It's called Moving Forward. Moving Forward. I love it. For women, for women that have been abused uh, and battered, uh, going through hard times, homeless, and we're called Moving Forward to help them get back on their feet, which means moving forward to success. I love it. I love it. Well, let's first start out with what is it that you guys do? Tina, let's start with you. What is it that you actually do? And then we'll go into the nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am an accountant with a construction firm in Escondido. Very cool. And Carl, I know you are a chef and you wear many hats as well. Um, talk about being a chef for a sec. Well, let me see. I have been a chef for about 25 years, and I've been a caterer and a personal chef for almost about around the same amount of time. I learned how to cook through my mother when I was seven years old. And I just took that craft and uh, worked with some great culinary chefs in the uh, country club business and learned other cuisines. So I now can prepare eight cuisines. That's uh, from Italian food to Mexican food to Southern food, Cajun food, French, Italian. I do it all. That's awesome. Every time I talk to you, I start getting hungry. <laughs> I know last time we talked about food. I know. <laughs> great conversation. It's a great subject. So mm -hmm. let's talk about these nonprofits. And I just want to mention, too, that Megan Fenya with the IMNF movement couldn't be here today. So I will, at the end of our show, show a video of her nonprofit because I want to make sure I get the word out for hers as well. Um, Megan, or Megan, Tina, let's talk about the Treasure Box Angels. What is that? <laughs> um, we initially started in 1995, um, 25 years ago, uh, when my nephew, or our nephew, Mikey, passed away of uh, neuroblastomic cancer. And um, since his passing, every year we've replenished the treasure box toys at Loma Linda Children's Hospital, the oncology ward, uh, unit 4800. Um, we've continued to do that for the 25 years, um, but as we've grown, our passion has um, grown as well. And so we um, continue to replenish the Treasure Box toys, but we also, with our more donations and fundraising, we um, are able to do the playroom toys and um, uh, by other things for the kids, such as slippers and beanies and things like that, um, as well as, um, sorry, <laughs> visitor, thank you, as well as um, the other units on, at Loma Linda Children's Hospital, um, all five uh, floors. Um, the other item that we've started four years ago um, was a Christmas wish tree event where we grant. Um, Christmas presents, uh, where we have the community grant Christmas presents uh, for children with um, not just cancer, but other um, serious medical conditions, um, and not just children, also young adults. Um, and this year, we actually are sponsoring 34 families, which are uh, 68 children and their siblings. So we're excited about that. Uh, we're going to be presenting the presents to them in December. That's awesome. That's a lot of families that you're able to touch. How incredible. Yeah. I we love it. Excited. That's great. Carl, let me ask you this. You started to mention your nonprofit. You are out there reaching out to women 
who are homeless domestic violence survivors and creating that. So why don't you talk a little bit more about that? Well, in 2018, I never really did anything with it until going into 2021 now. We, we put together a structured plan to start helping uh, women that are abused, battered, homeless, need food, blankets, clothing, housing. And I'm partnered with some great people in the Inland Empire to help these women. So we hadn't yet started yet, but we'll be with, uh, excuse me, we will be starting it when this pandemic is over. We'll be implementing a plan to help uh, women that are battered and abused. Like we had a conversation at the last interview, Kimberly, about how I felt about women that are being abused and battered with all these men that are doing what they're doing. I just think it's just a terrible thing. And I looked in the camera and told them, I said, men, you need to stop doing what you're doing. Women are not a, a, uh, a, a beating ball or someone you just punch and, and just leave there and uh, uh, feeling with low self-esteem like nobody's there to help them. But I just want to say to everybody out there, there is help. You contact Carl Wilson, that's C.D. Wilson, 0115 at gmail.com or call me directly, 951-241-5343. We will get you out of that element because I have friends in the Indian Empire all over the state of California that can help these women because it's enough enough. Uh, men need to respect their wives. Again, when you said uh, love, honor, obey, that's what it is. And protect, you protect your wife, not beat your wife or your significant other or whatever the case may be. So we, that makes me want to implement in 2021 the nonprofit that I want to start doing the, what's right for these women. And we will do that. I love that, Carl. I just did a domestic violence training uh, over the weekend. And really, it's one in three women that are abused. One in four men are abused, whether they are physically assaulted, raped, or even stalked. And these are just the numbers that we know of and that are reported. So really, that number is skewed. There's a huge amount of that going on, especially because of the pandemic. Um, numbers have risen hugely, significantly, and it's it's really something, sorry, I keep shaking the table. Uh, it's really something that we need to look at and, and get that word out and help. I, I absolutely love this conversation this month. I thought it was the perfect month to go into this. You know, we think about being grateful and having gratitude, and it's the month of giving, and what not a better way than to bring people like you who are leading with your heart and helping as many people as you can because that's where we can give the most. Do you guys need volunteers? Like let's talk about what you need to help even propel your your nonprofit even bigger and further so we can help help you touch more lives. Tina, why don't you start? Um we're pretty good on volunteers. Um depending on our fundraising events, we try to do um a bunco fundraiser twice a year. We've done motorcycle runs, we've done bingos um, with this pandemic. So it's kind of like we're sticking to, we actually weren't able to do any fundraising. So what we probably would need right now is just word of mouth, getting the word out about our organization, uh, getting people to donate. Um, because like I said, we had uh, 34 families this year and last year we had 18. So it was a big jump. Um, and we were able to get the community to uh, grant all of these kids wishes um, this year um, but who knows what next year is going to be um, bringing us you know uh, more families so we'll need more donations so just getting the word out about our organization and if people want to you know dig in their pockets and donate that'd be great on our website as well so do you need monetary or do you need the toys, the gifts, or what, or all the above? Probably all of the above. Um, we are actually, like I um, said, we had the community grant uh, the car clubs this year. We did a Christmas cruise in October, and 90% of the donations came from all the car club members. Um, and so we're appreciative of that. Uh, we have the VFW in Temecula doing a toy drive. So not only for our Christmas wish event um, to grant these specific wishes for these uh, 68 children and young adults, um, but we continue to donate to Loma Linda Children's Hospital as well. So just any toys. It has to be new um, unwrapped toys. 
Gotcha. That's awesome. Are you looking to scale even bigger and go into other hospitals or are you focusing more around the area that you live currently, which is Temecula, California, everyone, just so we know where yeah. we're at on the globe. <laughs> yeah. um, we've actually done a couple of events at Radies Children's Hospital. Um, right now we're just keeping it within, I mean, with the Loma Linda as well. Um, you know, I work full time um, and uh, with the uh, back, I don't know how to say it, but uh, just the uh, support from my husband. Um, how do they call that? <laughs> um, yeah, he's just not secretive, but he's on the back, on the sidelines where he's very supportive. Um, and so I have to, you know, do the fine line between my family life and uh, doing this organization for other children and other families. Um, so there's a fine line. Um, we, I mean, we have grown just this year and it's a pandemic. So um, we're excited, but I still have to uh, watch, you know, and make sure that I, it doesn't consume me, basically. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. And, and that's our goal, right, is to make it get get it big and get it as, so we can touch as many people as we can. Carla, yeah. I want to ask you, how can we help you? How can people help you as you begin to really push out and launch the moving forward? nonprofit in the future well, I, already, I already have a marketing team in, in place a marketing team that takes care of my events my property uh, we've also uh, put together like I said a strategic plan to move forward so I have a marketing team in place already for that uh, flyers will be putting together videos uh, we're also uh, as far as profit for the nonprofit we're going to take the a uh, lot of the events I have next year which we have about 20, 30 events if the pandemic allows. Uh, we're going to attach a lot of those uh, events to my nonprofit. So that's how we're going to raise our money through those events. We don't need to go outside of that because we're, we're raising through my events. That's awesome. So let's talk about your events really quick just so people understand. You have an incredible platform that we talked about last month and when I had you on here to talk about these platforms that people have created. Your platform is the All Women Rock, and then there's little branches off of that too, the All Men Rock and so forth. But the All Women Rock platform you really created to help highlight and empower women and acknowledge what they're doing in the world. I think it's such an incredible platform and it absolutely makes perfect sense and it aligns with being able to help women on the that are coming up to get to that success. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you going global with that at some point? I know your events are starting to move global. Mm -hmm. We've already started going global. The All Women Rock platform, uh, we have a global ambassadors over in India, London, um, Australia. Uh, all, we have probably uh, 10 states right now here in the USA, US that we have uh, you know, global ambassadors also, but we are stretching out. And what's really branching our Women Rock brand is the Red Blazer program we implemented this year, which uh, you're part of for 2021. And uh, but it's, you know we uh, just uh, gave uh, 13 to 15 Red Blazers to our 2020 2020 class, and then we just start stretching there. And, uh, we have uh, nominees and recipients in Australia, um, Canada, India, uh, Mexico. And they're stretching all over. So the Red Blazer is growing, which is growing the Alwyn Rock because on that Red Blazer is the Alwyn Rock logo. So I, and then we also have a book coming out called The Red Blazer, uh, Entrepreneurs Blazing to Success. And we're working on a cover right now. And uh, it'll be a lot of the women that have the Red Blazer will be inside the book with their chapters, talking about their lifestyles, adventures and stuff, uh, being part of the All Women Rock brand and their future goals. So the All Women Rock brand is just it's blown up. Uh, gets a lot of attention, but the Red Blazer surprisingly in a few months that we've been running this uh, Red Blazer program, it's almost like the master's jacket with Tiger Woods. I mean, people love it. I buy inboxes full every morning for people wanting a jacket, want to know how to get the jacket from overseas here in the state. And I tell them, send your bio and send a picture. And we do look at that thoroughly, check out their uh, their profiles. And then my team and I, we make a decision who's best for the Red Blazer because it's very significant. We'll just give it out to anybody. Uh, we give the people, and like I said, Kimberly, last time we had a meeting, 
uh, interview, it's not about the money they make. It's what they're doing with. Are they giving back to the community? Are they helping the homeless? Are they helping women that are battered? Are they helping people out on the streets? That's the people that get the red, you know, red blaze, along with their business leadership, humanitarianism, and everything else they're doing in life. I love it. So since let, let's go to this, what started you, Carl, on this passion and this mission of, of helping women? And like I said, you've created a lot of platforms around it and now the nonprofit. So what your heart led self went this direction? What what was that? What uh, well, we've we've always been we've always been a women based company, a Christian women based company. I'm I'm a wedding planner, and I deal with women all the time. I've always dealt with women, and anything I do with this company, CD Wilson Events, from weddings to catering, it's not the men. The women write the checks. So I'm just being honest. You know, that's why that's why I sit down and talk to them. Doing you know doing contracts, and then we had a staff meeting. My someone on my team said we should take this a little further and do start doing a conference for women. And we played around with it for a while, and we came up with the first, you know, the name of it, All Women Rock, uh, which I worked with some significant people in 218 to make that first conference uh, very successful. I think you were there, Kimberly, with Robbie. Everybody had red on in Ontario to Hilton. It was sold. That was a great conference. Tanya Brown was our keynote speaker, you know, the sister of O.J. Simpson. Uh, she did a great job. And uh, it went from there. And then we had the big one in 219 in Orange County at the uh, – at the uh, club that I'm part of in uh, Costa Mesa, which was sold out. It was a huge event. 65 women got awarded that day. Uh, young kids got awarded. It was just a beautiful event. And it just ran from there. And the platform is just huge. I mean, literally huge. Along, along with offspring platforms, we're adding to it now. Yeah. I love it. I love that you're able to take that. And that's that's one thing that I really love about the – the leadership with with both of you and, and this whole month with the nonprofits is you guys are really taking what you have and even this little idea and really expanding it to a huge numbers. Tina, I know you said that your nephew is the one that passed and that's kind of what started this. Yes. yes. So talk a little bit more about that. Um, he had uh, neuroblastomic cancer, um, and he passed away in 1995. And uh, my sister and brother-in-law actually implemented the treasure box uh, boxes at Mama Linda while he was there. And uh, so when he passed away, we wanted to continue to uh, fill those treasure box toys. Um, and so it grew into more than uh, just his memory now. It's for the children that are still there, the children that are not just at Loma Linda, but just children battling any serious medical condition. Let me ask you, how old was he? He was eight years old. Oh, bless his heart. Thank you. So it's, it's become this really amazing nonprofit that you guys are doing, this gifting of these little moments of happiness, right? While they're there and it's all in his memory. You know, I just think that's beautiful. Thank you. You guys are doing so much amazing work. So people can find you um, and get you toys. You said toys that are brand new packaged. Is that what I remember you saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Unwrapped. Unwrapped. Brand new in package. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> and money. And money, of course, right? Yes, <laughs> definitely. So, and, and if they want to donate a gift, how do they get that to you? Um, they can contact me through our website. Um, I have my phone number on there, and, and we also have our email address on there. It'll go right directly to us. And then that way we can make arrangements on getting uh, the toys they want to donate. Okay, awesome. Actually, let's just pop that up there and just kind of put it in here a couple of times. Uh, right here. Is that correct? Treasureboxangels.org. Yes. So, you know, any of you that want to get involved or donate money, donate brand new unwrapped boxed gifts, <laughs> reach out to Tina. You, um, you actually have another event coming up too, correct? Yes, it's part two of our Christmas Wish event um, where we're going to be distributing the Granted Wishes um, gifts uh, that the community granted 
to the 34 families. Uh, we're going to be doing that in December. Um, be COVID friendly and we're trying to make arrangements on uh, getting together a little bit and um, be safe by, again with COVID. And um, normally we do like a sit down dinner and provide a dinner for them. But this year we're um, trying to figure out other options to be able to get, you know, get together with the families as well as be safe and give them the gifts. Gotcha. So do you need volunteers to help you with that event? Are you looking for volunteers? Um, not that event. We have that covered for right now, but maybe next year. Um, yeah, we have we have the car club members doing a little parade again um, for the family members. We'll have the Grinch there and possibly Santa Claus. Very and then cool. we have our treasure box and volunteers. That's awesome. That is awesome. Carl, your events, when is your next event so people can start thinking about being able to show up and get there and, and know that their part of their ticket gets to help towards this moving forward nonprofit that you have? Well, the, the next event is January with the first Auburn Rock Conference. And then we'll also have the uh, All Authors uh, Rock Conference for all the best selling authors. But uh, I have a meeting actually with the uh, venue tomorrow, the Lincoln Lake Elsinore Golf Course, and we look like we may have to move those back again because of the COVID. Uh, I, you know, I talked with some people this morning, and nobody would really be able to do any events probably until March, April because of the COVID, depending on the COVID. So I'm not, I can't, I can't actually answer that question now because it's like we have to move the first two events. So. I'll, I will have Anderson put out a new schedule through Robbie Motter. She uh, keeps the schedule, all our events with her together, and we'll be sending out the schedule uh, next week sometime. But right now, I don't think anybody's going to be able to do any events in January and February. Now with the COVID, we're going through the dark stage of it now, and it's not pretty right now. Okay. All right. So I just want to let everyone know that definitely follow. And, Carl, I'm going to put your thing up here, too, as well. Reach out to cdwilsonevents.com. Look it up. He will. Do you have your list of events on that website? Yeah, yeah, they're on there. Okay, so that way everyone, you can keep contact. Reach out to Carl. Um, find out what events he has coming on, or watch the schedule. And that way, you can show up. Those events are absolutely amazing. They're tons of fun. And people are getting awarded. It's amazing. And your ticket now that you purchase will, a portion of that will go towards the Moving Forward nonprofit to help battered women and, and homelessness. I love it. That is fantastic. Yeah, and we have uh, other uh, uh, nonprofits like the GSFE, Robin Motter. She's attached to the golf tournament. We'll be helping her organization. Uh, we'll be helping Millet. Uh, that's Raven. Uh, Raven, uh, I forget Raven's last name, forgive me, but she has a nonprofit for veterans, and uh, we'll yeah. be helping her organization also uh, with the with the uh, veterans, all all veterans rocking event, and a couple other events also. So it's not just my nonprofit I'll be helping next year. There's other nonprofits. Jenny Moats with Along Comes Hope for Cancer for Kids. We'll be helping that organization out. Uh, we have actually uh, added her to our album Rock Book, where she gets proceeds from Amazon sales. Uh, for her organization for kids with cancer. So I don't discount uh, not still helping out other organizations, but we are definitely going to move forward with the moving forward organization as well. That's awesome. Robbie Motter and Raven with her um, nonprofit will be on at the end of the month too. I'll be talking to them and, and we'll be getting to know a little bit more about their nonprofits as well. I love that. I think it's really something special when nonprofits get together and help out each other. You are able to tap into an entirely different audience that you wouldn't have had otherwise. And everybody loves to be able to help wherever they can, when they can. So it gives us the opportunity to share more, which is why I'm having multiple people on at the same time during each one of these segments, because you never know how you guys can connect well, uh, each other out and get something special. Well, we also, uh, there's a young man, his name is Tristan, and he died uh, 10 years ago of a motorcycle accident. And his mm -hmm. mother, uh, AJ Anita, She's actually my perfumer for my, my new perfume line that's coming out next year. But uh, it's her son, and uh, it's been an emotional thing. Every every year around this time, it's really emotional for her. 
So we thought of something to help her. So Stevie Wilson given a thousand dollar scholarship in Tristan's name uh, every year to a student that's uh, coming out of high school that's going to college, but more of the student that actually really needs the money. That kid is going to get the money that's going to college. So a thousand bucks will go every year annually. We'll go to a kid coming out of high school, uh, her choice and my choice to uh, help him advance towards a college career in his name. And I think that that, that really, it makes her happy, number one. And you'll, you'll meet her camera this weekend at Robbie's. She's a perfumer. And, uh, but uh, she, it made her really happy. You know, his name is going to carry on. Um, we're doing something in his legacy. See what I'm saying? So he, that makes, if I were a parent too, I would smile more and say, okay, my son, you know, he's doing, is there something good in his name? Yeah, I love that. And that's a part of it. It's how we can carry their name on and, and leave a legacy with them and for them and because of them. Um, and, it, that, you know, nonprofits and even some of our businesses oftentimes stem out of a trauma that we experienced personally or if it's a loved one. And, and then we step into these spaces like both of you have, Tina, with your nephew and, and just really launching these these um, nonprofits. It's really something special. We are going to take a little break and watch this video from Megan Fenyos. I mean, it's a perfect segue into what we've been talking about, if I can figure this out. And <laughs> it's just under five minutes. It's a phenomenal video. And then once it's over, we'll come back on, the three of us, and continue our incredible conversation. So just bear with me a moment and let's see this video. I'm Megan, if you're out there. magic words, but are they true for you? These words were not true for Megan Fenyo. Megan has been a licensed mental health therapist for over 15 years, and in 2013, she found herself involved in a narcissistic abusive marriage. Megan was left traumatized, empty, and damaged. Oftentimes, she had no idea how she was going to continue. When she tapped into her inner being, the messages she received during this time were you are worthless, you are not wanted, and the worst one, you are not good enough. Megan walked away from her ex-husband in February 2018 and began her healing journey. During this journey, she wrote on a note card why she was enough and began repeating this day after day. Every time she thought, I'm not good enough, out came the card. Once Megan came to believe that she truly was enough, she began visualizing how she wanted to make an impact in this world. On February 15, 2019, a year after walking away from her abusive marriage, Megan launched the I Am Enough movement. The I Am Enough movement is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that provides visual coping cards for free to people all over the world. Wanting to serve even more people, especially women affected by domestic violence, Megan made the decision to take the movement to the next level. And in March 2020, Freedom Haven was born. Nationally, one in four women experience domestic violence in their lifetime. Domestic violence is one of the primary causes of homelessness for women and their children in the United States. The mission of Freedom Haven is to empower domestic violence survivors to gain freedom in life through housing, education, and placement programs in the San Diego area with a vision to expand nationally. Freedom Haven Emergency Shelter and Transitional Housing provides short-term and long-term housing and supportive services for women and children. Services include case management, therapeutic counseling, children and youth services, and employment development. Clients live in private rooms and focus on overcoming trauma, developing life skills, continuing education, employment search, increasing income, and obtaining permanent housing, all in an environment with other women who understand and can provide peer-to-peer -peer support.
We are on a mission to raise $1 million to break ground on housing that will give freedom to women escaping domestic violence. Please help us reach this goal through a tax-deductible donation. Any amount helps us advance the mission of opening the doors to Freedom Haven. Simply visit thefreedomhaven.com to make your monetary donation. You can also donate clothes, toiletries, household items, and so much more. Simply visit thefreedomhaven.com to view our wish list. The vision of Freedom Haven is to inspire domestic violence survivors to turn fear into safety and helplessness into strength. Together, we can make a difference, and together, we can empower women to believe they are enough. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch that with me. I just want to point out a couple of things about that movement. You can actually go to imenoughmovement.info and you can receive your free stack of cards that say I am enough. They were held up a little bit in the, um, in the video. If you saw her holding the purple I am enough card. And then if you want to donate to the I am enough movement, for a $25 donation made, you can get a t-shirt, and for $50, you can get a t-shirt and a bracelet, and I have pictures of those right here. Let me just show you. Here's the bracelet, oh, and nice. here's the t-shirt. says, I am enough, and it is an incredible movement. Megan is an amazing person. She's also extremely passionate, passionate just like you guys. And I just wanted to get that get that out there as well. So thank you for allowing me to do that, you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So I know I'm like, I love that video. I like that. I like that. It was really nice. Yeah, she did a good job and her team did a great job as well. Yeah. You know. Again, it's going back to those things that happen in our lives and, and what we do with them, how we how we come out of that that trauma. Like hers was a narcissistic marriage. I deal with a lot of uh, domestic violence myself. I've been in and out of it my personally 20 plus years. So it takes a lot. It takes a lot of courage and strength. And, you know, I've always said all women are goddesses and we can we can get at it. And we love our men like you, Carl, that stand up and help us get to those successes that we are worthy of and deserve and, and we should have. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. I, and you know, your message to these, to the men and, and men also get abused and you know, it's just something that's, you know, it, I personally think we need to start at these younger ages. We're starting this domestic violence, um, conversation and getting into schools and I'm really passionate about that because we don't teach our kids how to have healthy relationships and if these kids are growing up in abusive situations that cycle just continues on and on and on so let's let's get that handled at the elementary level obviously age appropriate and and you know be able to help help these kids have healthy relationships and help the people that aren't in them get into them so I am super passionate about that. And again, Carl, making that statement the last time we were here and then this time, I just think that is absolutely amazing for you to take that stand. And well, I think the biggest part of it is the mental abuse because of, you know, some women when they're home every day and this guy comes home, whether he's in a good mood or bad mood or whatever type of mood, but his he's programmed, that's his program every day when he walks in the house to start laughing out. If something's not right, food's not cooked, his beverage is not right, you know, they lack out. But it's just a routine, and women get stuck in that routine. That's number one. 
And then I hate to say it, a lot of women get immune to it because it's just something that it's like a daily thing. And with them getting immune to it and they have the opportunity to get out, a lot of them don't get out. Uh, they stay in it because, number one, of financial reasons or kids, whatever the case may be. But again, I just want to say out there, there there's like people like yourself, Kimberly, the young lady that's on interview right now, and other uh, foundations out there that protect people from that type of abuse. There's a lot of help out there. I think they just need to know the 800 numbers to call, the proper people to contact through their counties and state. And I think that'd be okay. But a lot of women don't know what to do because they're they're blind or they just they don't know how to uh, get to that information because they're so stuck into that low self-esteem and going through what they go through. They they don't know how to find the help. And sometimes you don't get it through family. You can tell family, and a lot of you know family does not help. A lot of families just say get out of it, but it's, it's easier said than done. So I think they need the right uh, counseling and the right help out there. They'll be okay. And that's what uh, moving forward is going to do. And old programs like your family and other people uh, just tired of it. Tired of women being abused like that. Yeah, thank you for saying that, Carl. And absolutely, it's those the emotional and the psychological that you know mm-hmm. a bruise will heal, a scratch will heal, broken bones heal, but that internal, that emotional and that psychological abuse, mental abuse, that lasts yeah. forever. It's always something that you're working on. You know, you think you get over it and something will be like, oh, oh, I know where that is. Once you understand what that is, it's coming up from you. And it's a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. And that's why it's so important to get the messages out about domestic violence. But all of these nonprofits that I am truly passionate about with every one of you to help heal people. And that's really our ultimate goal is to help healing. And Tina, like you, you guys are, you're helping little moments of happiness, which helps heal the spirit, the soul, the body. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we um, started this Christmas wish event too, because um, most families that have a child on, you know, dealing with a medical condition, you know, most of the time is spent on that one child. And so we wanted to implement something where we can include their siblings um, because, you know, unfortunately most siblings are not on purpose, but are left out. And so uh, this Christmas wish event that we do is um, includes the whole family, the the child that's and the young adult that has the serious medical condition as well as their, each of their siblings. Yeah, you know, it, that's such an important point that you brought up, and I love that you did. When something happens to just one person, and it doesn't matter what it is, but specifically talking about the sixth child, it, it affects the entire family. It's not just that one child. And, you know, mom and dad are going through the stresses and emotional craziness of that. And then, like you said, unintentionally, the siblings get left out because all the focus is on trying to get this child healed and and well again. So I love that you created this event. How long have you been doing that Christmas event then? Uh, We've been doing Christmas event uh, four years. This will be our fourth year. Nice. Yes. Nice. And so... You, that stemmed out of seeing a need by these children's siblings being kind of left out as well? Um, it was more of, um, you know, it's like I said, we've been sponsoring Loma Linda Children's Hospital for 25 years now. And it was more of a little bit of my passion to get to know the families um, because most of the times we were not able to to meet or see any of the children, we would just be able to drop off the granted uh, toys for the treasure box toys at the hospital. And then we, we go on and say, see you next year. Um, So I I kind of wanted to get to know some of the families. And then um, we just started, you know, introducing ourselves and people getting to know treasure box angels. And we've, uh, the first year we had eight families uh, here in the inland Valley or Inland Empire uh, that we did the little dinner for them and got to know the families and um, and they are continuing to be uh, our, our how do I want to say it our same eight um, senior families I should say and then um, as the years grow you know uh, the second year it went to 14 families last year it went to 18 families and and like I said this year 34 families. So it's just a passion to 
kind of get to know them as well and, and you know, to be not just a sponsored family, but to a friend as well. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's that shoulder to cry on. You're giving so much more than just a, a boxed gift to a child. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing these families, unfortunately, you know, more than half of them are single mothers. Um, and so that was another passion of mine because, you know, to give more um, to them because uh, of them being a single parent, um, they can't um, provide as much as, you know, uh, to family income. And so uh, we not only do this Christmas wish, but uh, throughout the last year and this year, we've been doing emergency fundraisers for some of the families. We were able to pay uh, rent in July for a family. Um, we were able to grant um, through through uh, fundraising as well, not just, you know, Treasure Box Angels, but the donations from our community. Um, we were able to buy a couple of computers for another family when school started and this virtual schooling happened. Um, they had four kids and so they needed a couple of extra computers, so we were able to grant that as well. Wow. That's incredible. I love all that you're doing. I love all that both of you are doing. It just warms my heart. <laughs> so I, I didn't realize that, um, are these women single because of the situation that the marriage couldn't last or were they, I mean, I don't know if you even know that information. I'm just curious is because the stress is so high, they don't even have somebody to talk to then if they're a single mom going through this. Correct. Yeah, I'm not sure of their situation. Um, I'm just assuming, you know, it could be from the stress, but who knows? Um, I just yeah. know when I, you know, met them, they were single parents. Bless your heart and, and helping all of them because again, you're, it, it's not about just the gift. It's about being there and supporting in many, many different ways. I absolutely love this. I want to make sure we get your information out again before we start wrapping up. So, Tina, you are Treasure Box Angels, and tell us what we can find on your website. Oh, you know what? I found it wrong, too. Sorry about that. Oh, I see that. You know what? My computer okay. is really small. Sorry. No, it's okay. Let me see. Okay, there we go. There we go. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Um, that is our website. Um, there's really not much communication you can do on our website. It's just more uh, for information purposes where they can email and call us. Um, if they go to our Facebook uh, page and Instagram, which is uh, just Treasure Box Angels, um, they'll be able to get more information when we start doing events, um, hopefully in 2021. Um, we'll be doing bunco fundraisers and um, maybe bingos and some other emergency fundraisers. Um, so if they can go to our, our uh, Facebook and Instagram too, that'd be great. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Carl. Let's talk about yours. They can get to you from cdwilsonevents.com and, and they can find your list of events, even though that's changing, you said, but the list yeah, of events. And on, on my website, um, yes. And then we are, we are, we also post them on uh, on our Facebook page as well, and uh, but we'll make sure we get it out to everybody. Yeah, as a matter of fact, on the in the through Facebook, if you're not if you're watching this on Facebook or if you're watching it streaming, you can go to Facebook. One of it is the KP Media Facebook page, as well as my Aphrodite Facebook page. You can go on there. You can find. Um, you guys can go in and list other links if you want to, and then our audience can go ahead and, and pull them right from there. So that would be, that would be absolutely perfect. And then again, I just want to throw up here the I am enough bracelet. If you do a $25 donation, you can reach out to her on her website or for a $50 donation, you get the I am enough t-shirt and the bracelet. And again, her, um, let's see her, where did I put that? Hers is the I am enough movement dot info. You can also receive a free five pack of the I am enough cards. They're beautiful. They're purple. They say I am enough on the front and on the back you, it has a space for you to write why you think you're enough. Truly, truly remarkable. I love absolutely every one of you. Um, I really appreciate you guys being on here and sharing your heart with the world, the globe. 
you know, we're virtual, so it's global, right? <laughs> thank you for having us. I do want to, one last thing, um, yeah. just to, to thank my husband, um, most mostly uh, for his support. I mean, I could not do this without him. Also, all the volunteers um, over the years and all the people that contributed to um, Treasure Box and continue to uh, support us. Um, our motto, our motto, sorry, I say that wrong, is uh, no one can do everything, but everyone can do something. Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. Very nice. And Cameron, I just want to thank uh, Robbie Motter for being my mentor, friend, family, Alvin Rock family, Ada Gotcheman. Uh, we have a book coming out called Quarantina. I'm a co-author of that book, which I'm excited about. It was about uh, how to pivot through the pandemic and uh so many about 40 41 people in the book and it's all about their how they were able to uh still make it happen with this pandemic going on and my chapters in there as well so i think i know it's gonna be a bestseller we're excited about it and uh i just want to thank my, my team my marketing team my staff people that have uh, pushed forward through everything that's going on and we know we're okay I love it. I love it. Any advice either of you want to offer um, for people that are looking at either becoming a part of your organization to help you or if they want to start their own since you guys are in the thralls of it all? <laughs> either one, you can jump in if you want. <laughs> Ladies um, first. Go with your passion, um, no matter what it is, and uh, no matter if it's big or small, just do it 100%. Um, you know, and then uh, also uh, keep that fine line between your family life and um, your passion and, you know, you'll be successful and think positive all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, uh, you asked me that question on my last uh, interview. And again, it's a, you had, like she mentioned, she's married and she has a husband and family, but you got to have balance also. And anybody wants to get into, you know, the event planning, wedding planning or promotion field, uh, it's hard to get into, you know, get the license in, proper documents, just things go out there and just do it these days. They check everything, but make sure you have a business plan, you're organized, and so when you go out there, you, you have a, you go by, you know, steps to be successful. And like I said, Kimberly, last time we spoke, only two things are going to happen. You're going to make it or you're going to fail. There's no in-between. And if you have passion, like the young lady just mentioned, Passion is everything. If you got passion about stuff, you'll make it. It's the passion that that drive. That's your driver right there. And you'll be okay. But like I said, everybody has a skill set. We all have a skill set. Do this pandemic, use it. And I got and I have to give you know Hispanic people uh, a prop because they, they definitely use it. Whether they uh, if they can't uh, be in their restaurants, they're cooking not you know on corners in front of you know uh, their building. Uh, they're making it happen. You got to just be proactive and come up with new ideas on how to make you know money for your family. So just uh, being creative right now. But when it comes to actually starting a business, put together a nice business plan. Talk to your family, uh, people involved, partners and stuff. Make sure everything's on paper. Uh, your contract, you sign everything, and you go out there and you do it. Make it happen. Absolutely, great advice, you guys. I'll add to that too. You can reach out to Carl or Tina. They would absolutely love to help you. And I have learned over the course of many years and talking to different nonprofits and working with them, if you're thinking about creating a nonprofit, talk to somebody who's already running one. Get involved, be a volunteer, jump on their board if there's an opening, and really get involved so you can see the inner workings of running a nonprofit before you decide to go out. You may just want to stay where you're at and help them expand, or you can go into your the one that you want to create. But as long as it's in alignment with what you want to do, what, what your passion is, like Tina was even talking about and Carl, it's right there for you. Definitely jump on the, the, the shirt tails of people that are ahead of you that are already leading the way and just starting a nonprofit is not easy. <laughs> it takes a lot of work, it takes money, it takes time, it takes volunteers, you need balance. Definitely find somebody or an organization that's already doing something in alignment with what you want and then it'll make it much easier transition to 
to go out on your own if that's what you decide to ultimately do. Do your homework. That's right. <laughs> absolutely. I absolutely enjoy talking with both of you. You both have such a passion for helping others. It's so exciting. I'm so grateful. Again, Tina, we can look at your website, reach out to you, donate, offer. Do you guys even start taking um, gifts early? Like, you're, you don't want them for next year yet, right? Um, we can. <laughs> I just okay. uh, I just hesitate because my house is full of uh, gifts right now. And so um, I have a spare room that um, is actually filled with toys right now for the Christmas wish event. And then, uh, but yeah, I collect them throughout the year. Um, we usually go to Loma Linda Children's Hospital at the beginning of each year, but with the flu season uh, that passed, um, we extended it till June. So depending on how next year goes, um, I, I collect them, like I said, VFW post um, 4089 in uh, Temecula. They're actually doing a toy drive for us right now. So um, yeah, we collect throughout the whole year. I love it. So people can go ahead and just start donating now. That's fantastic. And Carl, if anybody's interested in learning from Kyle or hiring him to be an incredible chef, please reach out to him. He's an incredible. Um, 4089 in uh, Temecula. They're actually doing a toy drive for us right now. So um, yeah, we collect throughout the whole year. I love it. So people can go ahead and just start donating now. That's fantastic. And Carl, if anybody's interested in learning from Kyle or hiring him to be an incredible chef, please reach out to him. He's an incredible, incredible man. So wise. Absolutely adore both of you. Thank you both so much for being on the show with me today. Absolutely appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And happy nonprofit November. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>